Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply to be an NBA fan like you guys were saying. Uh, Clay Thompson said he was going to get back. He said he was going to get right. What do you have, 46 last night or something like that? Like, the NBA is, uh, or 54 last night in, in, in 46 minutes. Uh, the NBA is, I love it. Like, I feel like every night there's stories. Um, you know, the NBA is, is in a great place. Luka is going crazy. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. But something you mentioned was when did this shift happen? And um, Alex, throw up the KD tweet and then the graphic from November 1st where I think KD low-key called it. He said, you know, the energy was about to shift. So they were in 13th place on November 1st at 2-6. and six. Then by the end of this year, 23-12. and 12, And they've added wins to that now. Like, I, I guess KD felt it. Or he could have been tweeting about something completely different. <laughs> but either way, um, he put out there into the universe, the energy is about to shift. And he's a smart guy. And I look at him as like, he's one of the best players in the league. And he's a smart basketball mind. He knows what's going on in the league. He follows the league. He watches the league. And he knows what he has on his own roster. So the Nets are now 25 and 12, second place in the East. They put the league on notice with this 12-game heater. There's nothing you can say about the Nets, right? Yeah, the energy is about to shift. If you look closely, he said that on November 11th or ain't November that, 1st. Ain't that the same thing Jalen Brown said last year? Remember when people were talking about whether they should break up Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown because the Celtics had struggled to start the year? I'm pretty sure uh, Brown had tweeted something to the effect of the energy is about to shift, and look what happened to them. So <laughs> Yeah, it's like they cracked the code. And uh, once they crack the code, they know before we get to see it. And I can't do anything right now without giving the credit to the head coach. When you talk about the energy shifting and a change from early on this season, we all knew Steve Nash wasn't an NBA head coach. We all knew that they wasted our time with Steve Nash as the splash hire, right? Respect his game, respect him as an NBA player. But we were excited about the hire, but we didn't know if he'd be a better coach than Kenny or even Jacques Vaughn, who was the interim. And now you got to put Jacques Vaughn in coach of the year conversations. I think people got to realize there's not that many coaches of the year that you could put up there. And also at 37 games out of 82, we're getting very close to the halfway mark and the Nets schedule We'll, we'll see. I won't get ahead of myself. But, Alex, throw up that graphic 
from um, Brooklyn Netcast. I think Brooklyn Netcast had the Brooklyn Nets are 20, 23 and 6 under Jacques Vaughn. By far the best win percentage from an NBA coach this year. So since they got Steve Nash out of here, which every Nets fan knew they had to do, they should have done that after they were swept, whatever. They couldn't do it because KD called for it in the summer. They didn't want to look like they were bowing down to KD. Fast forward to a a rough start, and then even the Kyrie link being posted and Nash having to answer that. I think Nash wanted out, and I think that was the perfect time to get him up out of here. They did not pivot to Ime Udoka. They pivoted to Jacques Vaughn. Man, I love the little clips that the Nets put out of Jacques Vaughn talking to the team after the game. It's just a different vibe. It's just a different level of respect. Remember last year when when Steve Nash was talking about, like, oh, they're they're not listening to me? Um, Or maybe even early in this year, like, you know, my voice isn't impactful. These guys aren't listening to me. Well, they're listening to Jacques Vaughn because he is a basketball mind. He is somebody that they respect. He He's won a championship. You saw that with the Spurs coverage last night. He's played for the Nets. He's been in this organization. And you can't give all the credit to KD, Kyrie, Ben Simmons, Royce O'Neal, and these guys without starting with the captain of the ship. Jacques Vaughn is the reason that the Nets have been playing this well. They They know their roles. They know what they're supposed to do. Man, I just love that this dude knows when to call timeout. He's in the game. He's actively a participant as a head coach. And that is the reason for this success. Put coach of the year next to Jacques Vaughn's name as you talk about the coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Now, we haven't been on because of the holiday. Hopefully you guys had a good New Year, Christmas, and all of that. Now that that's over, 23, we're in here. The Nets beat the Hawks on uh, Wednesday, last Wednesday, 108-107. The Nets beat the Hornets on Saturday, New Year's Eve, 123-106. And then last night, the Nets beat the Spurs, 139-103. Defense. They're holding teams to 100 points. These teams are getting a couple buckets at the end of the game to break 100. And they're having their way. Offensively, everybody's getting involved. It isn't just KD. And before I pass the rock to you guys, I want to remind you guys that KD said, yo, what are you doing around me? I know I'm KD. I know what I bring to the table. But what's the roster around me? Last episode, we talked about the we talked about the Nets gambling. We talked about the Nets starting to hit on these gambles. Now I got to give credit to Sean Marks before I pass the rock again. In Marks We Trust, that's something we were saying on Talking Nets years ago. He lost my trust this summer. At points in this summer, I'm like, Sean Marks, what the hell are you doing? This is going to shit. How could you let this happen? I trusted you. He's back in my circle of trust now. They figured it out internally. This roster looks good. This team looks good. And the future looks good. There's not too many teams I fear in the East or the West. And I'm so excited for what's to come in this year 23. I'm praying that they stay healthy. If you've listened to me here or WFAN, I'm praying for health, yo. I'm praying that they stay healthy. Having a healthy team in Brooklyn is key. It's like every year somebody goes down. So I pray for health and I pray for no distractions. And so far, so good.
I mean, you mentioned Jacques Vaughn. I, I think the, the team has taken on his personality, right? The vibes. After that Kyrie putback dunk, you know, you see Yuta celebrating and, and just the, the whole atmosphere, the crowd, everything about it. So not only does Jacques Vaughn strategically do things like the timeouts, like the lineups, I, I keep harping on it, but I think it's it's very important to, to note he doesn't play any of the small guards together. I mean, last night he did a little bit because um, – there, uh, Royce O'Neal wasn't available. But for, for the most part, you're not seeing Kyrie play with any other small guards. And then just his attitude, everything like that. But going backwards for a second before we go forward, it, you know, what's the saying? It's always darkest before the dawn. And it, it, it's amazing to me how tenuous this all has been. Like, it felt like we were one thing away, one move, and we talked about it, from the, the big red button being pushed, right? And thank goodness the, the Nets didn't trade Kevin Durant. And looking at it now, you, you got to kind of say the same thing for Kyrie. And this is a lesson for me personally, because, it, it, you know, in my uh, at SI and, and in the mainstream media, if you will, one of the things I'm, I think I'm pretty good at is not letting emotion um, cloud my judgment. But with this team, I'm rooting for them, right? Like, it's harder when you're rooting for the team to not I'm let the... I'm completely biased. I'm in the media... <laughs> But I let them know straight up, I'm a Nets fan, New Jersey Nets. I'm biased. I'm not. You, you're but, not going to get me to say anything else. Yeah, but I'm saying even internally, like not letting the emotion warp your, your opinion. Because when KD says, I want out, what's the natural reaction? Like, oh, you don't want us anymore? Fine. Get, you know, get out of here. Start over. When Kyrie does the, the, the thing he's done for whatever, however many times it is, you say, like, I can't deal with this anymore. This guy's got to go. But they were smart enough, one, to play hardball with KD, and yeah, they didn't fire Nash, but it doesn't matter. They, they fired him soon enough, you know, better late than never. Uh, and they also, you know, were smart enough not to just cut ties with Kyrie for nothing. Uh, who knows, you know, I, I, fingers crossed, nothing else happens. But as of right now, you know, KD and Kyrie look like the duo that signed up for the, the big clean sweep. And then on top of that, the rest of the roster's, Better. I mean, Ben Simmons is coming into his own. I think he's got to prove himself in the playoffs when he gets fouled. Nick Claxton, one of the best centers in the league at this point. And then, as you mentioned, Keith, the, the moves that Sean Marks made, uh, getting Royce O'Neal in, um, getting Edmund Sumner in, getting Utah in, guys that are just contributing all across the, the, the roster. TJ Warren. Um, I don't know. There's a ton of gambles that have paid off, and I'll pass it to Hudson, but I'll say this. Not trading KD is a gamble. Not cutting ties with Kyrie is also a gamble. They're starting to hit on the choices they made, and that's why it's all coming together. I love it. And as a fan, yes, as a fan, your emotions get evolved. When KD requested that trade, I was sitting in my living room, and I was watching NBA Today, and it was the free agency special, and I, I sunk into my couch like, nah, no way is this how it ends. But I know that KD is a hooper. I know that KD wants to win. So I started to shift my thinking to, to be against Sean Marks and be against Joe Psy. And now, fast forward to where we are, they did what I wanted, to, wanted them to do this summer. Be men about it. Get into a room. Have conversations, right? Don't let there be this back-channeling, this internet stuff. Settle your differences in person, man-to-man, so we can get to the best place for the organization. The fans don't deserve this. Mr. Whammy don't deserve this. The Brooklyn Brigade don't deserve this. I could go on. Allie Love 
don't deserve this. We need more Ali love. But you don't understand what I'm saying. There's a lot of people that love the Nets. This Nets world has been built. And we thought this summer was going to come all crashing down. Knicks fans literally celebrated our demise. They celebrated our death like it was over.